What up, everybody, and welcome to the Short Series Podcast. On this podcast, I sit down with artists, creatives, and young entrepreneurs to talk about their stories. This podcast was recorded in Kansas City, Missouri with a very talented individual. Enjoy the wave. What up, everybody? It's Nate with Streetwave. Welcome to the Short Series Podcast. I hope all is well. Today is raining like a motherfucker, but it is good. The weather is perfect. It's not too cold. Um, that's great. And uh, today, my guest, Derek Roberts. What's going on, brother? How are you? I'm good. How are you, man? I'm doing well, man. Hey, I appreciate you stepping on, uh, coming on the show. Um, we can tell listeners a little bit of how we met, how we got to know each other. Back in the day. The first time we met was at Strangleholds pop-up. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we just, we, we cool kid, cool kid. We just kind of, <laughs> we just kind of mixed. And then yeah. we started throwing out brands. And then it came down to uh, the live pop-ups, just like showing up to those and having, because uh, we know a lot of the same people, so. Yeah, yeah. And like um, the sport group of like FAM, the creative yeah. um, endeavor that started there as well. Um, you've been a big part of that. Uh, but I, I want to take it back a little bit. Um, kind of just tell a story about uh, where you grew up um, and then where you are now. Yeah, I grew up in Raymore, which is like 30 minutes south of here. It's a little bit south of Grandview, next to Belton. Um, lived in the same house my whole life. Uh, just a suburb area. And then went to Ray Peck, played some sports, got into graphic arts there. Um, and then... I actually went to Washburn for engineering. Really? Yeah. Good old Topeka. Yeah, I was. I uh, was really. I was heavy into engineering. Damn. And then uh, realized I hated science, <laughs> but I loved. I liked the math portion of it. But yeah. then what I realized, and everyone's like, "Oh, like switching to design is a, like a big switch." And I'm like, "It's not that much of a difference." Because what I liked about the engineering portion of it was designing everything that we were creating mm. so it just like it was an easy switch just from design engineering into design what uh what led you to go into design though was it just um i don't know curiosity well i did a, a photoshop class in high school and like was really into it and then i was i was just i always drew as a kid and my mom would like save my drawings she was just like why don't you try art school mm. so i was like all right so then this art school called we went up there for a uh a visit and then two weeks later i was in class damn yeah i had to make a decision very fast yeah and like uh we were talking before this sometimes those um decisions are the best you know what i mean yeah it was probably the best decision i had because uh the way uh, my school was set up was in quarters not semesters mm. and when i started it was half a quarter and they oh. just we met twice a week instead of once a week. And um, so it was like a little bit quicker, but I only had, uh, I had like half the class size than I normally would. So it was like an easy transition. Yeah. And then having like that one-on-one. -on -one yeah, it was. Special relationship with the teacher. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and I only had to take two class. I think I only took two classes my first uh, like quarter there. Wow. And yeah. I, I mean, doing quarters must be kind of strange. I'm so used to doing semesters. Yeah, it was like 11 like, weeks and then a week off and then 11 weeks and then three weeks off. So cool. my schedule never matched with any of my friends that were in college. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, bet. So. Yeah, like going to art school and then like my experience from like working there, 
um it's it's a it's a completely different bubble yeah it was so much different than college like oh yeah i had my freshman year at a university and then i went to an art school and it was just like completely different Different. yeah, yeah. communication yeah uh, way people like just act like it's it's completely different yeah yeah now it's it's been um an eye-opener experience for me you know uh, i think i really got to um dive into the art realm and really like see what it's like especially now in this current state of culture yeah. which was really cool like how how can you be a painter back then and make it and then how can you be a painter now and make it Do yeah. you know what i mean like and i'm talking like a hundred years difference yeah you know what I'm saying? Like from Monet to like the most current yeah. cultural artists. Like a lot of painters back in the day didn't become famous till after they were gone. Right, right, right. And then and a lot of painters now, they they have to almost go viral to become right. famous. Right, Like or Joshua Vides, which I just listened to his podcast today. Hey, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, is I just saw an article this morning about him. Just I think another backstory on how he got started. We well, just did the Business is Hype podcast. Okay, okay. Yeah. So he was talking about that and how he uh, he started painting and then he like he painted the shoe first and it didn't blow up. So he started painting a bunch of stuff that same way and then he posted the shoe again and then it got more traction and then he started posting a bunch of stuff and then he that's when it kind of just like blew up from that. Right, and then I saw him at one point do like a whole a whole hotel. Yeah, he did a um a hallway of a hotel, I think. Yeah, but he did the. The all-star game locker room, that was like his biggest project to date for uh, Major League Baseball. Damn. Yeah, he said he had to put what it together in four hours. <laughs> <laughs> Someone hand me a marker. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get going. Um, I know he's been an inspiration for you. Has yeah. there been any other inspirations? Well, probably like Bobby, hundreds. Right, and then, right. Uh, Jeff Because when I met you, you were in your hundreds. Yeah, I'm pretty much yeah, always. like I that's like the one brand that I continuously rock. Um I like Mike Sherman. I think his story's like like super tight. How he uh he would post up uh Jeff hire me uh, on Jeff's way to work. <laughs> he found out his his exact, exact way he walked to work and put up signs everywhere. And I think that's super tight. He actually got arrested for it. <laughs> <laughs> but it got him a conversation with Jeff. So uh, reading Bobby's book too was really good. Yeah, and I listened to it as well. So uh, there's a little bit of like snippets that he talked about that were in the audio book that wasn't in the actual book. All right, now I'm gonna have to get on that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, let's dive into um, how you got uh, started with Fam and how that's been for you and where you see that going, kind of for you personally. So I work at Normal Human, which is a print shop. Right. And Carnell right. and I started together at the same time as interns. And we've been here for almost three years now. And he's, it was like an idea he had. Um, he's like, hey, I had this idea of just like getting artists together to talk. It's called Four Artistic Minds or FAM. And then just one day he's like, hey, we're going to do it this, this week at Nomads. So we just, inv- he just, we just invited our friends. Mm-hmm. So it was like real small, maybe like 10 of us just got together at Nomads. It was just talking just having fun and then we we're like there could be something in this so then it continued on for probably like a year probably for like a year and uh then um we were like let's move it to normal human and just like start taking over and like sending more invites out so we sent out way more invites and then just more people started showing up and we're like 
all right, there's definitely something in this. And then, like, Jess came on, and then we brought on two more people, and we turned it into a nonprofit. Mm. Um, Which is huge. Yeah, we're trying to give back to the art community, so we want to throw events for them, um, put, like, we want to, like, do art supply drives for, for kids. Like, we wanted to make it a very, like, communal thing. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean... The uh, art world used to be super competitive and cutthroat, but I feel like the younger generations is very more like, because I think it's because of the internet really makes everyone more like collaborative. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, yo, like we can all do this together. Like there's enough for all of us to eat. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I think it's been really cool to observe um, your leadership and um, just to see you um, just come out of the shell and, be a leader in, in, in that creative area and that creative group. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's been really cool to see that. I know I've missed a few, so don't, don't, uh, that's nah, all good. It on me. That's why we do it so often is right. because we understand, so, like, not everyone's going to make every single one. Right. And we want new people to show up. We want old yeah. people to show up. We w- yeah. like, so we understand when people yeah. can't. Yeah. And let's make sure the listeners know that, like, fam is available every second Sunday. Um, right now we're doing it at the parlor, but mm-hmm. we do switch it up every now and then. It's usually six thirty to nine, nine thirty. So yeah, and the parlor's really great, like communal spot to meet up at. Yeah, it's like, like there's a bunch of different food spots for you. Right, there's bar right, if you're right, interested in drinking. Right. Yeah, there's it's a good area, and there's we already have some people that are on fam that have painted murals there too. So yeah, I think it's it's slowly but surely building yeah and i think it's going to be a beautiful picture in the end uh what is famine to you kind of personally though what what is it has it helped you at all has it yeah it's like it's helped me meet uh a bunch of people that i'm not sure how i would have met just because i work and go home i don't really go out too much so like i met a sean through that and now yeah. i'm working like heavily with him which i'm glad hold on i'm glad you're talking about that because i, I kind of want to take a dive into that as yeah. well um, how did that relation come about? So he came to a fan meeting or meetup and, uh, he was invited by Kenny, uh, did that, the photographer. And he was like, I can do a show here. Cause it was at our normal human spot and he wanted to do something kind of like tiny desk and we had a little office set up and he's like, I want to do a show here. So then he approached us, sh- uh, to Carnell about doing a show. We met him and then I went to his show at the Westport coffee house. Uh, that was like his opening for uh, One Big Happy Family. And uh, just listening to him, I was like, this dude, like, he's super talented. Like, yeah. a very interesting person. He has a different perspective than me. For I sure. want to meet him. For sure. So it just kind of built from from just him showing up and then doing, like, sound check. Him and I, it was just him and I doing the sound check. So we, we were talking a bunch and, like, arguing about certain musicians and stuff just like not arguing but more of a conversation like and then uh eventually led to him asking me to print a shirt for him and he just sent me his swan logo and i was i'm a fan of his so i was listening to his music a lot and i didn't and i just like was felt inspired by one of his songs just like you and i was like it reminded me of just do it which is the nike logo so i was like I can 100% yeah. turn a, a Nike logo and, like, collaborate it with a swan. Yeah. And so. And I think that that logo really speaks out volume, man. Like, yeah. um, it you don't see that anywhere. 
and it's also like like we talked about before it's like you fucking with nike a little bit yeah you know what i mean which is cool yeah and the swan actually uh is an acronym for secretly we're all nerds so he he's like this is the perfect shirt because it's like secretly we're all nerds and then it's like it says a sean just like you so he's like i'm just like you i'm a nerd like we're all weird we have our quirks like we don't do that stuff so like art and comic books fashion all that shit yeah and then you did um did a couple more shirts as well you did a crew neck most recently as well uh yeah so um i printed i print everything that we've done so far uh some of the art is done by nate and then some of the art is done by me I've come up with um, several concepts. Nate's come up with a couple concepts. And then uh, that specific concept came up with was uh, a Sean in E. And it has to do with, um, it's like sandbox. Uh, his sandbox is like day ones. And uh, one of them is actually in jail. Or two of them are in jail right now. And one of them has passed. So Damn. there's four swans in there. So one's a Sean, one's passed, and then two are in jail damn so on the back that's why we put the um the thing where he said uh i love my brothers i tell them because i lost my brother so he's just like it's okay to like tell people you love them because mm. you don't know like they could be gone so so tell me how um a group project came about yes yeah, so like i just want listeners to know like um, I love some of the, the stuff that you've come out with, yeah. um, especially like my anxiety, my anxiety has, uh, loopholes. Yeah. Um, misunderstood kind of like the Drake kind of feel, do you know what I mean? Like the, when he did the college sweaters, Yeah. um, you know, the curve, but yeah. I, I think, I think I saw like a lot of really cool, um, inspirations for that project. So it came, like I've been working on that for probably two years before I released it. It, it took it just like. One of the biggest steps when you start a brand is starting the brand. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of the biggest steps. And like I just like was like, I don't know if I really want to. But when I look back on it, like one of the things that I've always like really liked and enjoyed was like fashion and mm-hmm. just like graphic design, like used in fashion. And uh, a t-shirt is almost is like the cheapest canvas. Like you can buy it for five bucks and sell it for thirty. Like it's one of the cheapest canvases you can get. Yeah. So that I was just like, all right, well, let's start with clothing, and uh, the actually the anxiety as loopholes is is pretty tight because we did a pop up and I sold it to this young kid, and he posted on his uh, Instagram like talking about all the anxiety he's gone through and how like he really connected with it and then just that that means a lot to me as a yeah. person just because I was kind of designing for myself because that's like where I was in a place, but. You have to design for like the people around you, like, like that's why it's called the group project too. Those because like, it's it's just me so far, but it's also like a collaboration with the the cons- consumer. Yeah, and, and I feel like there's so many brands that um, create and design things that um, you got to put a lot of money together to be a part of it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's out of reach almost. Like you've got to become someone else to 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 wear or to represent the brand, yeah. rather than like connecting with the people that are, like, like you said, a consumer, a buyer. Yeah. But at a level, not above or beyond. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's why I like the hundreds so much because that's what they talk about. And I also follow this um, this guy Chris Doe. He he's teaches a lot about 
like like he teaches a lot to designers specifically about pricing and value and stuff like that and he was saying that um it's easier to get a hundred people to spend a thousand than a thousand people to spend a hundred so he it's like you're gonna have like day ones that are gonna spend with you and like really passionate people and like those are the kind of people you need to concentrate on instead of like the because the bigger you get you almost have to like lose who you were and so if you just concentrate on like that core you're always going to have a strong base um of course if you get bigger that's a good thing but if that go, it can go, always go away and if it goes away you still have that core base yeah that yeah can keep and, you around. um there's a difference between like um trying like being a facade in it and being genuine yeah and you know i think this this day and age especially with like pop-ups and one-on-one connections with artists and creators um you get that vibe immediately yeah you know and maybe like the people that are in the vibe will support you but that i think that's one thing the internet has slightly taken away is that person like like person to person Mm. so that's why like i think you have to have like a connection with the people otherwise um you're almost just another brand to them. Like you have to connect with them on a personal level. Yeah. So. Well, what's something like three ingredients that that make up a great uh, graphic designer these days? What would you say are the three great ingredients? Um, I think I think you have to know the rules to break them. Uh, number two would be like wh- the value of white space. Like you don't have to. Like, it doesn't have to be messy. You don't have to fill up every space. Like, you can use the background as part of the design. Mm. Um, and then... Um, I guess, like, when it comes to typography, like, kerning. <laughs> Most people probably won't know what I'm talking about, but it's, like, the spaces between each letter and stuff. Like that's super important, <laughs> right? And I've I had a conversation with uh, Dean, like just a few weeks about the spacing of, of graphics and of words. Yeah, so like, you can get a cheap cheap font, and the spacing between each letter will be the same, but it's not always supposed to be the same because like, the width of an A is different from the width of an I, so mm. the spacing needs to be closer. Yeah, and I'm I'm so anal in making my flyers, and I'm doing them on my phone. Yeah. And man, uh, sometimes the app will just shut down, and I've got to start all over, and then try to get that spacing right. But man, I'll screenshot that thing at least thirty times until like I'll ask at least five people if this is on the right yeah angle at the right um you know um line, just yeah. so it all makes sense. I think I've, I've I think I've really learned on that on my own though is like that term for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, my favorite though is just like use the white space. Like I think that's like when you look at my graphic design portfolio, you're gonna see a lot of white space. Mm. Like that's probably I think where I'm really good at. It's like one of my favorite things about logos is taking all that detail and then stripping it away until. Like, if you take one thing away, then it loses its value. So, like, taking it away, everything, until you can still notice what it is. Mm. So, like, 
the Nike sign is supposed to be like a wing. So it's like Ooh. a very super simple uh, symbol. And it just blew everyone's mind that's listening right now. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it has to do with, uh, I think it's Greek mythology. Oh, shit. Yeah. One word that describes you, bro. Competitive. Hey. I think that's something I've always known about you. <laughs> yeah. I think even our conversation, it's just like, who who can obtain more information to educate each other? And that's what I, I think I really vibed. I think that's why we vibe so well. It's like, you know what I'm talking about, and you can add on to it. And I think it's the same for you. We also are attracted to different stuff. So yeah. you're learning something else that I'm not learning. Right. And then we come together and then talk about it. Yeah. Like, I just sat down with Vu from Made Mob and talked to him for like an hour and a half just because... I want to learn from him. Mm. I sat down with uh, Psych Styles for a little bit. I want to probably set up a meeting with him and just sit down and talk to him because he's one of the OGs of Kansas City fashion. So I just like want to talk to him, just get his. I just want to know like his perspective when he when he was doing shit that when I was in high school or middle yeah. school. Yeah, so. I think that's like me trying to get with um, Adam Twenty Two. You know, yeah. connecting with them and just being like, "Yo, you sat down with so many like." rappers artists like how do you manage that how, how does that how do you keep that going you know what i mean like yeah um how do you keep the 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 car running you know how do you just keep on going 100 percent? yeah rather than like going right or left on something i tell people i'm like the best printer in kansas city hands down because I, I really do think i'm very like technical when it comes to like because everything we print is by hand we don't use like machines uh, but I don't. I know I'm not the best designer, so that's like what I'm really trying to improve my skills on. So that and that's just gonna come with reps and then just like being honest with myself. Yeah, it sounds like a 2020 goal. Yeah. Was there any other 2020 goals you got personally? Maybe do you like? So I'm releasing. I got one more jacket on the. I got a jacket on the way. I have an Olympic T-shirt and then five, I think five more T-shirts after that. Hey. That'll be. I think. 2020 goal for is that project for a group project okay that'll be 2020 goal for a group project and then so i'm the creative director of swan which is sean's uh brand and so i think the goal for that is to do more music videos like creative direction with that i think also potentially a retail space mm. so yeah timing patience hard work yeah, you, I've you done a bunch of that. research on pitches. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. No. When when you're after something, man, you go out 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Um, traveling? You traveling at all this year? Yeah, uh, we're, I'm leaving. So today's Monday. I'm leaving Wednesday. We're going to Nashville, to Carolina, and then to Smoky Mountains, and then back. And then I th- I think the next trip after that, we're, pro- we're probably going to do like another small trip, but the big trip is we're saving up to go to Japan. Where? When my friend graduates, graduates uh, from law school, Ivan. Yeah. Hey. And when he graduates from law school, he's like, "We're." Gonna, I was like, "We're gonna go to Japan." He's like, "All right, bet." That's exciting, man. I'm excited for you. Uh, I'm excited for your future, man. Um, Thank you. I think with uh, the project you got going on, I'm excited to see what Fam's gonna be doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think um, it's gonna be a lot of creative culture to like grab a hold of. Yeah. So I think our Fam goals is uh, so. We cut back on the scale of what we're doing just because it was coming too hard. So we're just doing meetups once a month. But now the goal is to make probably two 
realistic events this year that are for the community that'll help raise money for kids within the 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 city i think that's something that um is definitely on my agenda for this year for 2020 it's definitely gonna plug into the community more yeah um doing honestly whatever however i can when i lived outside the city i just i never really thought much of kansas city and then i was like i I just want to move that was always my thought and then i started working in the city and i was like i don't know the city so now like for like the past like three years it's just been like meeting all these people from here and all these cool ass people so i'm just like it's almost like i moved when i never moved that's incredible (laughs) that's incredible um let's tell listeners where they can check you out at support you check out what's going on so Um, my instagram is Derek roberts kc d-e-r-e-k and then my uh brand is a group project dot me yeah on instagram fam at fam four artistic minds yeah and then swan is fuck you swan (laughs) i love that that's so funny all right man well i appreciate you listeners don't forget to check us out on instagram street wave s-t-r-e-e-t-w-a-double-v-e and we're also on 10 different platforms spotify apple Podcasts. please become a subscriber again derek i appreciate your time yeah thank you so much and we out Bye.